Egyptophiles across Aotearoa will be excited to hear a slice of ancient Egypt will be accessible at Auckland Museum from tomorrow. Ancient artefacts from four and a half thousand years ago have been brought here to showcase life in Egypt in the time of the pharaohs. Egyptologist Regine Schultz is in New Zealand from Germany for the opening of the exhibition, which she has co-curated. She joins me now. Regine, guten Tag. Guten Tag. I'm very happy to talk to you. Lovely to have you here. Is this your first time in Auckland in New Zealand? Yes, it's my first time and I'm very excited being here. Oh, I'm so pleased to have you here. And what an exciting occasion. How did you get interested in Egypt of all the things that you could have become an expert in? Um, I started becoming interested in Egypt when I was a child because part of my family was living for a couple of years in Cairo. And uh, so I was interested in it and started later to study it at the university and um, worked a lot in Egypt. What sort of time period are we talking about here? What era? Um, uh, so you mean um, what year I studied in Egypt or <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what, what, um, when we talk about ancient Egypt, yes. what sort of dates no, are we talking? We are talking here um, in the exhibition about pre-dynastic period. So we start around 3,500 years um, BC. And the last objects we have are from very early 1st and 2nd century AD. So altogether more than 3,700 years um, where we are looking into with great objects from um, ancient Egypt. And what was humanity's major concerns over this time? What was happening for our species? Um, a lot of things has happened. Um, in that time, uh, one of the first uh, very important great um, cultures have developed um, along the Nile, and uh, because the country was so well protected by the outer borders, the desert, for example, uh, the Mediterranean and the, uh, the Red Sea, that uh, they really could develop um, in a quite, let's say, peaceful um, uh, environment, uh, a great culture. This means not that they don't have struggle with the high tides or with the other uh, outside um, uh, areas, However, because they were so well protected for over 3,500 years, um, a culture developed which had inside of the country um, not a lot of big problems. Um, if you are looking for the art, um, which developed uh, unbelievable high aesthetics and high quality, we are looking for um, everything that was written down. We know so much about ancient Egypt. We, we have love letters. We have um, everything about the law. We have um, mathematic um, papyri. And we also have a lot of uh, texts which are dealing with how to behave. So not only to say you should not murder someone, it's also they said you should not order someone to murder another person. So they had a very high ethically understanding, which is for us today, besides this beautiful art, um, very exciting. And um, so this is a reason why we put this exhibition together. What will New Zealanders see when they go along to this exhibition? So what we will see um, is we will not only um, go along um, the development of ancient Egypt, we really look to um, how was the life along the Nile, um, uh, what the Egyptians um, had in mind, they're talking about the afterlife why they thought it was important to mummify people. 
um, what was their idea, how this world and the afterlife um, um, belongs to each other. Um, what was their idea, um, how to treat people, even from other areas and other countries. And there are sometimes things we can learn from them, um, which is quite exciting. Uh, but also, of course, um, we saw there are bad people, like in every other country also. And um, uh, what, what we show here is uh, really um, an idea of a country which respects a lot of animals, which respects um, other people, and uh, also the importance of women. I would not say we have a feministic um, country, but a lot of the goddesses were important. We have Hatshepsut, who was a pharaoh, a female pharaoh, who was very popular. And I think there's a lot what we can learn um, about ancient Egypt because we try to put uh, the newest results of uh, modern research into this exhibition. I'm just going to ask you, Regina, how did they build the pyramids? How about what? How did they build the pyramids? The pyramids, okay. <laughs> um, I, I think we know this quite well in the meantime. Uh, there have been a lot of different kinds of theories, but we have in the meantime um, a tiny mini uh, city where all the workers were living. They had um, in their tombs tiny texts talking about their biographies. And uh, we also found a lot of the tools uh, they were using. And um, what we have to see... Because it was built in the middle of the desert, um, they were not using um, a special kind of carts. They were using the ships. So they were having a channel from the Nile directly to um, the area where the pyramids were built. And then they used sledges um, uh, to bring the stones up. And we have done uh, experiments with this and tried to do this by ourselves. And it's unbelievable. It really works. <laughs> so you're not going with aliens then, Regina? No, I'm um, not a fan of aliens in ancient Egypt. Um, generally, if people are believing in, in aliens, that's fine. But uh, I think I have no proof for ancient Egyptian uh, culture with aliens. And I think um, they were just a sophisticated society. And they developed a lot of new techniques. And uh, that's quite exciting. What is your favorite piece in this Egypt exhibition? <laughs> uh, that is not an easy question, uh, hmm. but I have two pieces. One is a very funny, tiny god with a long beard and uh, looking a little bit strange um, with um, a small body, but his name is Beast, and everyone wants to have him in his home because he protects you. And particularly women like him a lot. And we have several images of this wonderful bearded god who protects <laughs> us. And then on the other side, we have a very interesting um, uh, representation. And if you look at it, it's over life size. Uh, you think, oh, that's a pharaoh. Uh, it has a nemesis, so there's a very special um, pharaonic headdress and cobra um, um, uh, snake uh, on its forehead. But if you look a little bit more close, then we find out, wait a moment, this is not a normal pharaoh, it is Hatshepsut. So it's um, a female person, a female, a queen, um, and when her husband died, she stepped in, became the pharaoh, and in this moment, she was showing herself as a male pharaoh and not any longer as a female queen. Because the idea of the pharaoh was male, but if you were female, you could fill the job, but you have to dress like a man. Huh. Um, we're, we're out of time. I'm just interested, given how on the surface, uh, surface of it progressive they were, having female leaders, 
uh, as well as male leaders or sometimes instead of male leaders. Yeah. Did that run through society as well? Was there more equality and opportunity for women in ancient Egypt than there were in comparable ancient societies? Um, this has something to do with which period we are in. Um, we always have important women in ancient Egypt. Um, but I have to say, of course, for the normal society, um, uh, men um, had normally the better jobs. Um, but we had uh, a lot of uh, very famous female uh, musicians, for example, and one of the most important person uh, was a queen called Tia. She was a foreign minister um, in the country of her husband, Amenhotep III, and we have a tiny figure of her in the exhibition. And uh, she also um, was very close to her um, son, who tried to change the whole religion of ancient Egypt but it was not working. Maybe he should um, hurt a little bit better to his mom. Then the <laughs> catastrophe of Amana would not have happened um, for just um, 12 years. And uh, we are sometimes saying this was the beginning of monotheism. That's not really true. But it was the first and only time that uh, in Egypt, a pharaoh was ordering to destroy the images of a god. And when he died, um, this was not continuing. It was not working. And uh, under Tutankhamen, and you know him from this wonderful golden mask, everything went back to the situation like it was before. And so this was the only time in 3,500 years that we had a religious conflict in the country. Regina, you sound like you'd be a great person to have a beer with. Uh, thank you for sharing some of your time with us today and thank you for putting this exhibition together in Auckland. I hope a lot of visitors will come. I wish the exhibition a lot of success and it will be really nice and a lot of fun uh, to see it. And um, I'm happy to have the chance to be first time in New Zealand and I tell you the truth, I'm sure I will come back. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Professor Regina, uh, Regina, Regina Schultz, who's in New Zealand from Germany for the opening of the Egypt exhibition at the museum.